Hi, I'm Brad Pike, and you're listening to Experience the World. Today's episode is The Running of the Bulls. The Running of the Bulls, a world-famous event in which tourists at the Festival of San Fermin in Spain try to get almost impaled by an angry male cow, but then not quite impaled, but very close for the sick thrill of edging death. Maybe you can't go to the running of the bulls because it's all the way in Spain and international travel's expensive. Or maybe you object to the whole torturing animals to death aspect of the event, which is why I've made this auditory experience to exactly replicate what it's like to run in the running of the bulls. So I'd like you to close your eyes and imagine you're running down the cobblestone streets of Pamplona, surrounded by a screaming throng of other runners, all wearing white shirts and red kerchiefs in honor of Saint Fermin, who was beheaded in 303 AD. You start slow, feeling the thunder of approaching hooves beneath your feet. And then as you see the bulls getting close, you start speeding up, legs pumping, heart racing. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a bull gore someone with its massive horns. A second later, someone behind you screams and they're thrown into the air like a ragdoll. You feel the bull's breath on your neck. This is what you've always dreamed of, the thrill of danger. But then... Your big boyfriend in the crowd gets worried and comes barreling out of the stands. He bashes through the concrete barriers like tissue paper and grabs the bull by the neck with his gigantic arms the size of two minivans. Doggy hurt the lady, he bellows. Skylar, baby, no, it's a game. The bulls are supposed to chase me. Your nine-foot-tall boyfriend rips the bull in half like a chicken tender, blood spraying onlookers' faces, guts tumbling onto the cobblestones with a wet plop. Then he takes a massive chomp out of the bull's torso, shaking his head like a dog with a chew toy. Hearthstone, you say. Hearthstone? What's Hearthstone, babe? Is that a Marvel movie? He says, Hearthstone. And you say, is it a game? Is this that online card game you're addicted to? iPad. The iPad's in the Prius, babe. And besides, I thought we talked about spending real money on those games. Have you had your Adderall today? Before you can stop him, he grabs another bull by the horns and swings it around until its body detaches from its neck and sails into a family of four, shattering their bones and smearing them across the sidewalk like strawberry jelly. Everyone is screaming. The street is drenched in blood and glistening coils of bull intestines. An empty stroller rolls through the chaos. Then the Spanish police arrive, guns drawn. Big boyfriend, sir, drop the bull and get on the ground, shouts an officer. Your big boyfriend says, I'm tired. What hot dog? You shout, Skylar, the police have hot dogs for you if you calm down. Hot dog. You say, that's right, hot dogs. Just get in the police van and they'll take you to hot dogs. He gently puts the writhing bull down and climbs into the back of the enormous paddy wagon. Hot dogs. You ask the officer, so is he being arrested or? She says, oh no, he's not under arrest. We have a special facility for holding big boyfriends who get out of control. 
You get in the passenger seat and she drives you nine hours far south of Pamplona to the Tabernas Desert in Almeria and finally arrive at a windowless black concrete building surrounded by barbed wire fences, guard towers, and thousands of men with machine guns. As you notice the smashed up gate being rebuilt, the police officer remarks, Whenever a new Marvel movie hits theaters, the big boyfriends go insane and try to escape. Over 200 guards were killed on the opening night of Shang-Chi. You say, if you give him a Funko Pop, that usually calms him down. She says, oh, we tried the Funko Pops. You say, like a Deadpool variant or like a Hulk Deadpool or zombie Deadpool. We have the zombie Deadpool. It's never enough. She leads you into the facility through palm and retina scanners, a metal detector, and a decontamination chamber. Then you take a seat in a waiting room with three other girlfriends. The blonde one asks, Was that your big boyfriend who was just brought in? You say, Yes, he's mine. The three women bare their teeth and hiss. The tall one says, I'm going to steal your big boyfriend. You say, You better not. I'm going to show him what his real pants size is. No, that's what I do. I'm going to post Instagram photos of us at a wedding and say we clean up nice, lol. No, don't. That's that's our thing. I'm going to feed him spaghetti so he falls asleep while we watch The Crown. No, that's our show. I'm going to harass him for playing too much of that soccer with cars video game. It's called Rocket League and he's already down to one hour a night. I'm going to force him to buy a bed frame. I'm going to do that thing where you lick your finger and wipe food off his face. I'm going to suggest he go back to school for his master's degree. I'm going to never talk to my friends again and only talk to him about gluten and where we park our cars in the housing market. You snarl, you stay away from my big boyfriend or I'll fucking stab you in the throat. She says, not if I kill you first. Rip out her eyes, drink her blood. Suddenly, a woman in a white lab coat enters with a clipboard and calls your name. Breathing hard, you follow her down a hallway while behind you the other women are muzzled and put into straitjackets by security guards. The scientist leads you into a laboratory where your boyfriend sits in a giant cage playing Hearthstone on an iPad Pro. The scientist says, My name is Dr. Lisa Frank, no relation. I'd like to ask you some questions about your big boyfriend. You say, okay. She says, have you ever wondered why a highly educated, extremely hot woman like yourself would date someone unemployed and so brazenly mediocre? You say, he's only unemployed because he's in school right now to help his career. She says, Second City Conservatory does not count as in school. Listen, I'm going to tell you a secret only a few people on Earth know. 34 years ago, the world watched the space shuttle Challenger explode on liftoff, but that was all faked. What actually happened is the shuttle came back from space infested with a species of alien parasites from beyond space and time. These creatures attached themselves to the crew and slowly consumed their life essence over the course of several years until they were nothing but sad women drinking 20 Diet Cokes a day and selling Lulu Row, lifeless husks. They're not an intelligent species, so it survives by attaching itself to a host who feeds it, does its laundry, and explains how soap has to be applied to the whole body, not just to the head and then letting it wash down the rest, which seems like common sense, but then again, these are beings that use combination soap, shampoo, conditioner. You say, what does that have to do with me? She says, 
Think about it. Why is your boyfriend so freakishly big? It's not a normal size for human beings. Here, put on these special goggles. You put on a pair of electronic goggles she hands you, and suddenly your big boyfriend in the cage is replaced by his true form, a slimy pink flesh sack with long phallic eye stalks. You see, says the scientist, the creature disguises itself to your mind as a soft, non-threatening idiot and manipulates you using pheromones, telepathy, and letting you use his parents' streaming services. Fortunately, it hasn't damaged your brain too much or you would have become like those women in the waiting area, driven mad by a long-term codependent relationship, going apple-picking and taking trips to Target, which you both call Target, to be cute and having big opinions about which is the good Target say, no, 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 my big boyfriend isn't a gross monster. He loves me. She sighs and says, what did he get you for your birthday? You say, a $10 gift card to Jimmy John's? She says, he's a parasite. Look again with the goggles. You look and see a tentacle has reached through the bars across the room and latched onto your forehead, making a loud sucking noise. With a yelp of disgust, you yank it off. You used to have dreams, says Dr. Frank, but now your brain is all dumb from being drained, from being forced to watch all the Star Wars movies in machete order. You poor sad lady, forced to listen to him explain DraftKings or Bitcoin or worst of all, two-hour podcast where he and some other comedian talk about whatever. It all hits you at once, like waking from a bad dream, and you realize how much of your life has been wasted. As tears stream down your face, Dr. Frank hands you a tissue she had at the ready. Suddenly, there's a rumble beneath your feet. What's happening, Dr. Frank, you ask? She quickly glances at her phone and groans. Oh my fucking God. Open mic signups just went up. Your boyfriend shakes the bars of his cage, shrieking like a feral chimp. What does that mean, you ask? She says, it means anyone who wants to do stand-up at the open mic tonight has to sign up in the next five minutes or be put on standby. Suddenly, the laboratory wall explodes and hundreds of big boyfriends come stampeding through the facility. A wall of flannel and blue Oxford shirts from the gap. Behind you, the scientist is picked up like a rag doll. You ever seen the Snyder Cut? No, she says defiantly, and I never will. Then she bites down on a special tooth and her head explodes in a fireball that consumes a dozen boyfriends, still screaming how Steppenwolf's design is so much better than the Whedon version as the flesh melts from their skulls. You run out of the compound, across the front lawn, and through the broken gate. Around you, big boyfriend's skulls burst into plumes of blood as the guards open fire. You feel their breath on your neck, the earth trembling at the pounding of their limited edition New Balance 990 sneakers, and see the flash of their Fitbits as they check how their step counts rank against the other big boyfriends. So close to oblivion, to being crushed to death by another two-year relationship with a DJ or a brand ambassador. And yet, you've never felt more alive. And that's the running of the bulls. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And keep an eye on your podcast feed for new releases every other Monday of each month. Check out our brand new Patreon page just for Experience the World at patreon.com slash experience the world. 
When you become a member, you'll get access to an exclusive podcast feed with monthly bonus content. This is the best way to support the show. Experience the World is produced and edited by Jim O'Connell and written and narrated by me, Brad Pike. We're a part of the Devil's Daughter Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.